0: good evening listeners and welcome to another episode of the under the scope podcast where we discuss music um, I'm your host will Brost and calling from Twilight Town is my good friend Patrick Anderson how are you doing
1: nice I like that yeah that Kingdom yeah. Hearts reference there
0: yeah so uh, you <laughs> beat you beat the game I don't think I've ever like asked you what you thought of Kingdom Hearts 3. But I I figured I'd ask you now. Is it, like, the best Kingdom Hearts you've played?
1: Oh, man, put me on the spot.
0: I know, I know.
1: (laughs) So We're going to do a Kingdom Hearts 3 review instead of (laughs) what we have originally played.
0: It's it's all clickbait. If uh, you click on the (laughs) podcast, it says Ariana Grande, but this is actually a Kingdom Hearts 3 review.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3, quick plug. Um, I mean worth the hype it's an excellent game and it's a really really great conclusion to like the 14 years of waiting <laughs> that right. we've been going through um a couple flaws here and there a couple of things but ultimately i mean it's just fucking beautiful so there you go there's my Good. thoughts on Kingdom Hearts 3. i didn't think i was going to be doing that
0: hey well you never know with this podcast you never know where it's going to go um so yeah that's that's awesome i know you've been pretty excited for that game
1: oh yeah that's Um, been my that's been most of my my past couple of weeks
0: well hopefully you found some time to listen to this new (laughs) ariana grande record sometime in the in the meantime
1: (laughs) yeah hopefully
0: (laughs) i guess we'll find out um so yeah so we're, we're discussing an artist um that i don't think we've ever really talked about um yeah in a in a genre that you know we tend not to do like overly mainstream pop records, but every once in a while we we like to get into this wheelhouse a little bit. Um, mm-hmm.
1: This is one that that critics and fans are you know buzz about too. Absolutely,
0: so. yeah. This is a this is a, a massive record. Um, so I'll do a little bit of introduction. Um, Ariana Grande, for those of you who do not know, is the uh, she's the star of the Nickelodeon show Victorious. Um, yeah. among other things um she's so she's uh okay so she's just she's one of the biggest pop stars in the world right um uh thank you next is her fifth studio record uh her previous record sweetener was released last august um so while kingdom hearts fans had to wait 14 years ariana grande fans had to wait like six months if that
1: (laughs) i like the comparison there that's (laughs) something to really take into consideration
0: (laughs) (laughs) like frank ocean took what five years to release blonde and you know kingdom hearts fans were like all right calm down guys yeah um so uh so even though it's only been you know just a few months since her last record um quite a bit has happened in her personal life between the release of these two records um her, I guess most notably, her ex-boyfriend uh, rapper Mac Miller uh, tragically died from a drug overdose in September. Um, and in October, she broke off her engagement with Pete Davidson of Saturday Night Live um, and probably other things, but that's what I know him for. Yeah. Um, so it's been, you know, a pretty eventful few months for Ariana Grande uh, to say the least. Um, as you alluded to, this has been very well received. Uh, as of the time I typed this introduction that I'm reading right now, um, Thank you. Next has a Metacritic score of 87 out of 100, uh, which is her most acclaimed record to date. Um, it also has the highest Metacritic score of any record released in 2019 thus far, um, which- was Pretty what, notable. Yeah, right? It, uh, I mean, yeah, now that we're, what, a whole, not even two months into the year. Still pretty impressive, though. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, I guess for comparison, James Blake was like seventh highest or something like that. Um, mm, so yeah. do you agree with this acclaim, is I guess how I'll kind of lead into your opinion here.
1: Feels a little bit uh, overhyped for me. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I... I all the reasons are pretty good for me it, it i mean it didn't resonate in that way but i think i kind of understand where people are coming from with this but this is the thing that kind of gets me with pop albums is like when a when a good pop album comes out like critics sometimes it feels like i'm just spitballing mm-hmm. but it feels like critics lash onto it as a way to kind of like Feed credibility into the popular crowd,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and kind of rank it maybe a little higher than they might mean to. So I'm, I'm just a you know, old man, crumpy old man guess on my part.
0: No, that's fair. But, um, because pop, but that's it, yeah. Sorry, go yeah, ahead. Yeah,
1: I, I get that. I, I just get that from like, just seeing like super, super high profile pop records that come out. They usually, if they're, if they're like oh, this is a good pop album, it gets, like, you know, 85 Metacritic or sometimes close to 90 like this, um, whereas maybe it, you know, should really deserve, like, 70 or, you know, something like that. Yeah. 75.
0: And there's a there's an important, I guess, distinction between, you know, pop isn't just, like, Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift and, you know, Beyonce. Like, Perfume Genius is pop. You know, that there's some... True. There's some like indie pop darlings and whatnot, but I think when it comes to like the the more popular mainstream top forty pop, um, I kind of agree with some of. Not that people and critics can't just fawn over this album, but Mm -hmm. sometimes it kind of comes from a place where you think they might just want to balance themselves out, or they don't want to seem like the the overly hipster kid or whatever. So. They kind of like... Yeah,
1: not out of touch.
0: Right. And so I guess the term people have been using is poptimism or whatever, um, to where like just an overemphasis on how great pop music can be, even if that greatness is kind of like manufactured or, you know, illicit in some way. Um,
1: Yeah. Like the bar, you mean like if the bar is set lower for them, then they'll like like somebody that's working more artistically might have to leap over a higher bar than somebody that's working like in the more more of the uh, accessible pop world Agreed. to get like the acclaim okay
0: yeah that that's yeah that's what i'm trying to get at and um you know and, and this is all to say that you know maybe these critics legitimately think this is a 87 out of 100 album maybe they just think that but um but it is a little odd because i i while i like this album it my rating isn't 87 out of 100 or anywhere close to that um, yeah because it, 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 yeah it, i think what kind of what kind of surprises me about that rating it, more than anything is you know it, th- those sort of high ratings for pop albums um to me seem reserved for albums that are kind of pushing what pop is or just kind of pushing the boundaries of the genre, doing something experimental. Um, and this album is not that it's not experimental really at all. Um, but, it, yeah. but it is very well produced and well arranged and well written. So maybe that's, yeah. I'm not sure.
1: I Yeah. I think that it does a really good job of like, just using all of its assets. Um, I mean, the fact that she's who she is can bring about a lot of, you know, great producer. Anybody wants to work with Ariana Grande because, like, I mean, shit, that's a huge name. So I think she does a good job, or, like, her team and, and, and everybody behind it, including her, do a good job of, like, utilizing that and not making something that sounds like super fake because there's a definite distinction with this is like, okay this is definitely an Ariana or Ariana Grande record, but yeah, it, it I don't know. It, her, her style is still so very in, I don't know, it, it's not boundary pushing in any sense. Right. And it's not, it's still a little bit forgettable. Um, there are moments that I'm genuinely struck by on here. But yeah, it's like it, it does a really good job of, of of working with its assets, but it doesn't do a fantastic job of pushing past anything. So it yeah, I, I, I just repeated myself, but
0: yeah, no, yeah, and I agree with that. And I don't want to get too negative here in the onset because um, yeah, I, I do like this record, but I think maybe this is in tune with your point a little bit. But I don't. Think of Ariana Grande as a particularly distinctive pop artist, um, whereas I can kind of recognize a Beyonce track when I hear one. And I'm not saying like obviously I can pick out Ariana Grande's voice or whatever, but just her style I think is more yeah. generic than some of the other styles in pop music right now. Um,
1: I would agree just, with that.
0: Yeah. So while it is well done, I still I'm still waiting for that that record um that i think she has in her that's just it's it, it's fully like ambitious and it's her and it's unique to her um but for what it is uh this record has you know some good songs some not so good songs it, it's a, a pretty standard pop record ultimately in my opinion mm-hmm.
1: yeah it showed me too uh though like how much um talent and like ambition she really does have Mm -hmm. and like ability to curate um an album so like while i don't think that it's fully realized here i think that like in the future like she's got she's got something in her that could be like a really stellar
0: album Mm -hmm. yeah i agree with that and i think you make a good point with the curation like this is a a um this has some sort of like Grand production behind it. Like this is a, a well orchestrated record from front to back. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, did did any songs I guess stand out to you, for good or bad? I suppose.
1: Yeah. So, thank you. Next, the title track mm-hmm. is fantastic. Um, I th- I mean that's it's my favorite song on the record. I think it's a great pop song. And um, I I genuinely like that this song quite a bit. Um, I think the production on it is great. I think the message behind it is really smart on her part. Mm -hmm. It's really topical, um, but it's very honest, and it's like it's something. It's this is like a sign of why I think that she's really got she's figured out something. I don't think it was quite realized on here, but I think she's really figured out who she wants to be as an artist, and this song is a really good example of that. Um, yeah, I mean, the lyrics are, like, for the most part, really simple, but the she, she does a lot with them, with her delivery, and, um, and the production behind it as well. It's just, it's fantastic. It's kind of melancholy pop, which is something I always am, like, attracted to like melancholy top 40 pop that's like Mm -hmm. you know always something that i find super cool um but it's yeah it's it's very empowering and it's it's um like i said very honest i I, i'm a big fan of that song
0: yeah and uh for (laughs) i somehow managed to avoid this song until this album because i i knew i was going to listen to this album and i've Lately, I've been kind of in the mindset of not listening to singles ahead of the record. Um, So it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to avoid this song because I don't care for, uh, you know, that's not what it is. It was, I wanted to hear it in the context. And I actually kind of like it in the context of the record, um, given that she's, you know, it's toward the end of the album. uh, And prior to this, she's kind of listing off all these different feelings she's felt about past relationships and current relationships. Um, And Thank You, Next is sort of a like this, this, these are all the lessons I've learned and you know, I'm, I'm moving on. So it's kind of a nice, uh, a, a nice wrap up in a way, even if it isn't the ultimate last track. Um, but I agree with you. I think this is one of the best songs on here. If not the best song, it's a fantastic pop song. It's, Incredibly catchy. The hook is great and anthemic great. Yeah, it's I mean it is made for You know social media captions and, and whatnot. It's it's very sticky in that way um, mm-hmm. It but more importantly and you touched on it. It is very like empowering. Um, it's it's the perfect song for you, you know someone who is just uh, Having hard times with their ex or, or what have you um, mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite lyrical moments in this song, um, she says, "God forbid something happens." At least this song is a smash. Like she predicted yeah. that, <laughs> she she nailed that. Um, it was the number one song for seven weeks, according to Billboard or whatever. Like it, it was a huge hit. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> yeah. That was that was something that I also found super attractive about this album was um, her, like cockiness basically yeah
0: yeah she, she has super, a lot of that
1: yeah and she and she expressed it really well on this album which was a really good it was really great um she did it in a way that was like in you know again empowering is a good word it's probably a word that's been thrown around three billion times on this album but right. it is a really good word for this album because she does it she does Use her confidence in a way and cockiness in a way that's like it—it it makes her presence powerful, but it also—it's not super intimidating. It's just like this is who I am, like I'm an accept accessible person, but don't fuck with me. Kind of attitude, and I thought that was she. She did that really well, I think, on this album.
0: And kind of to that, I mean, I think she. She kind of curses more than I expected her to. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, she says you know fucking shit a lot. Um, so I don't know. It, it was. I mean, it was kind of. I mean, it was definitely appealing, but um, certainly. She unexpected. doesn't say it
1: like like that though. Like third grader, like <laughs> oh, fuck shit. Like, <laughs> that He's would like, be that would be more hilarious. <laughs> Just...
0: Check out this word of uh, fucky fuck shit shit. Ooh, yeah, right. <laughs> She's she's come a long way from uh, the Nickelodeon show. Uh,
1: Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, But no, that's a that's a really good point. Um, She she sounds confident on on these songs. Um, And that cockiness kind of comes out on some of these uh, more bombastic kind of obvious club hit songs like uh, Bloodline or uh, Break Up Mm -hmm. With Your Girlfriend. But my, my favorite tracks for the most part are these sort of melancholy pop tunes that you touched on. That They're more somber um, or at the very least, they're kind of low key and understated. I think she sounds great over that kind of production. Um,
1: yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And I think that that is, it feels like that was the aesthetic and style that she was like initially wanting probably for the entirety of this album Mm -hmm. because of just of the context of everything that's been happening around her in the you know in her personal life and then just like in context with the title track of this album that that's what it felt like and then the the problem one of the problems i have is with the clubbier songs like i i really like I, I like the execution of them, mm-hmm. but I think that the placement of them and like, it, it just, it, it really like kind of doesn't make a lot of, it doesn't make a lot of stylistic sense because there's such a disconnect from the more somber uh, personal songs that she has on there to the, you know, to the flip side of Ariana, the, you know, clubs mashing, mm-hmm pop
0: artist yeah and and to that point uh there's a three song stretch of bloodline which is maybe the most like bombastic song on the whole record followed by fake smile uh which is this more understated uh, one of my favorite tracks um and then that's followed by bad idea which is back to like the club side I guess and so fake smile kind of feels off uh in terms of like pacing just being located in that spot um but these these clubbier tracks, you know they're they're fine. They're they're not bad. They're they're well done, and they're gonna be huge hits. And you know, which is what she's going for with those songs. Um, but yeah,
1: and I don't. Think, she does a pretty good job with them. But like, there's nothing. On there, most of those, most of those feel like skippable tracks right. to me.
0: Right, like, and I'm that's not, that's you know, where I think yeah. her generic side comes in. I think
1: yeah. I mean, in context, it's it's yeah, like you said, in context for clubs, it's great, but it it doesn't do anything. Uh, yeah, it's not stimulating in a way that's like that. That is like her more personal tracks, where it's like I feel something a little bit more connective and um, artistic. Those clubier tracks are like, well, I could have, I like, it, I could have called that this was going to happen. You know, Right, right. So, like that kind of
0: thing. Right. So. Like I, I keep, I don't want to crap on Bloodline because I do ultimately like that song, but it, it kind of falls into a bunch of pop tropes. Um, like the the final chorus is more bombastic than the, the previous two choruses. Um, yeah. It, you know, it just kind of falls into these like verse chorus, verse chorus, uh, you know. Which is fine, but it's not what interests me. As opposed to something like makeup, which I find very interesting, given that it's only like two and a half minutes, um, and it has this droopy production behind it that's engaging, but not, you know, danceable or anything. Yeah. there's She has these weird, maybe not weird, but the, these pretty pretty nifty harmonies uh on the chorus where it's the yeah eh, eh. i I love that um so that's a song where she has the appeal the straightforward appeal and the catchiness but it's a little more subdued and a little more subtle and ultimately a little more unique and that's where i think she shines well on this record our tracks like that Um, because every song on here is catchy to an extent um, except for ghosting, maybe because it's the the ballad track. but yeah. alas,
1: yeah, yeah, you're you're right. it's it's a um, I don't know the the expectations that I had for this album were met, and but a lot of them were met in ways that I w- weren't like super thrilled about. Cause, <laughs> you know, I, I was expecting tracks like Bloodline to pop up. Where it was like you know just a super clubby thing, but um, I don't know that it, it, it. I it, it's a hard thing because it's like I really do like the direction that I see her going in, but it's like but I then then tracks like that come up and the cohesion of it gets thrown off and the you know the there's nothing there's nothing super special like I'll, I'll forget about those tracks next week, right? You know, right it's it's not unless i go to a club cuz they'll probably be being played <laughs> there but
0: <laughs> yeah
1: i don't know but yeah you get what i'm saying it's it's not uh, there's that's where i think the overhyping comes into play is i like i i feel like i see this like oh we're we're seeing a cusp of an artist like starting to reach her you know this idea of what of how she wants to present herself and I think that Ariana knows how she wants to present herself right now. But I think that, like, there's a clear path that we're seeing um, her take now. Like, she, there's, this album felt like a pivoting. Like, all right, this is who she's going to be. There's more personality. There's more somberness. There's more, like, honest lyricism in this. And that's where the overhyping comes into play, where it's like critics and almost and fans see that. And that's what's so special about this album—not the music itself.
0: I see. So which do you, do you think they're kind of putting the cart before the horse a little bit? Like,
1: yeah, that's what it, that's what it feels like. Yeah, I mean, because I, I mean, again, I don't I, I don't want to like tell anybody their opinion, but yeah, right. From what I'm from what I'm getting on it, it's not this isn't something that I haven't heard before. I think she's doing a really good job of and showing a lot of maturity with this, but there's, it, this isn't, this isn't something that's been, that's like, wow, like, right. ev- like everything on here. She's this so clear cut. She's like nailed this aesthetic. Like, I mean, it was, she did pretty good with it. So that's, that, that's, that was my feeling with that at least.
0: Yeah. Um, you mentioned expectations and I, I, I've never listened to just a full record of hers front to back. I mean, I've heard all of her hit songs and whatnot. Um, So I guess I expected something where it was just hit song after hit song after hit song. And I'm glad that there were some, you know, more low key moments in the track mix that actually felt like an album as opposed to just a collection of top 40 singles. Um, So I appreciate that. But I I think I agree with you in, er, or if this is what you were saying, <laughs> but I, I agree with the idea that there is some sort of, she's in this new lane and there's potential to kind of um, like expand her vision within this lane um, that could lead to an ultimately more impactful project um, or at least impactful for me. Um, I, I don't think this yeah. is her end goal and it's being reviewed as if maybe it is. Um, but I'm not, yeah, sure. I,
1: that, that's a good point too. Yeah. It feels like people are already like, all right, she did it. She's, you know, she's done. We can, we can stop talking about Ariana Grande now.
0: Right. Right.
1: Which I, you know, I don't think, I, I mean, that might be a little harsh, but <laughs> I, I, I think that, you know, I, like I said, I think that there is something there that she's going to pull out something that's going to be really stunning um, and I don't know if this was it, but, you know, I think it's, it's still, it's still there. Anyway, I, I don't want to keep sure. talking too much about it
0: in a way to kind of spin this positively in a way is uh, what I'm saying on this podcast is pretty similar to a lot of things I said on our Casey Musgraves podcast last year. Um, I gave that a six at the time and it ended up being in my top 30 or top 50 of the year. Um. Mm -hmm. so that kind of grew on me as i kind of accepted you know exactly what casey musgraves was going for maybe something similar happens here i'm not sure Um, yeah it
1: could be a case of could be a case of uh oh man just a just another pop album who needs it and then growing on on us as the year goes by
0: (laughs) right yeah right then we're just listening to especially like when summer comes around and we're just blasting these songs you know that that could yeah i could i could totally see that happening um
1: could be but for right now this is where i stand at right now
0: is she the um is she like the best pop star right now like of anyone you would consider to be a pop star is she making better music than any of them
1: um yeah she's up there
0: yeah i was gonna say like i kind of thought about and i know that's such a like a uh, uh a uh, like a morning radio urban. yeah just like is she the best pop star right now like a first take or something but
1: yeah we um, could like clip that and be like is she the best pop star <laughs>
0: ever it's like when you go to genius and um like push a tease out and came out and the the question on the front page is like is this already a classic you know it's yeah, just like, right.
1: like yeah exactly
0: it's like that kind of stuff um yeah
1: but, like you know, 30 it, minutes after it was released <laughs>
0: right yeah <laughs> don't even get through the album once and it's like oh man um but no i kind of so i kind of thought I'll about say, this today yeah just like maybe she's of all the the people making top 40 hits you know she might be the best.
1: yeah. If if I'm talking about like people that I'm excited about in like the top forty world, the you know Super Bowl halftime people yes. that could be there, right? Yes, like, that's a good way to put be it. like, oh yeah, yeah, like that kind of person. Uh, I'd be like her, uh, Selena Gomez. I I mm-hmm. think is is pretty good. She makes she makes some good stuff.
0: Um, Beyonce, I guess, of course, kind of have to put her in there.
1: I feel like that's kind of understood. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. It's like yeah. you shouldn't really throw that name in there.
0: I don't know how well the Carters did. I know that I probably like this record more than I like the Carters record. Um, yeah. but you know, I, I don't know if the Carters brought down the Beyonce stardom at all. I kind of doubt it, but
1: I highly doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I'd say like her Selena Gomez. I think like Camila Cabello is pretty good. Yeah, she does some good stuff. Bieber has been like, I mean, he puts out stuff that's at least like interesting in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that Ariana, this album's better than like Bieber's last record at least. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, she's definitely up there. Yeah, top three, I would say for sure.
0: I'd put I'd put Cardi B up there too um yeah cardi b yeah yeah um yeah because they're all part of the reason i ask is a lot of those records are you know as far as personal enjoyment they're all kind of in a similar boat um like i like this record about as much as i liked invasion of privacy about as much as i liked lemonade you know Um, yeah even if lemonade was conceptually much better than this but alas um but yeah, yeah. I, I would totally love to see her like do the Super Bowl halftime show or whatever, you know. Like if, yeah. if she performs at the Grammys next year or whatever, I'm I'm gonna be excited for her performance. You know? She she's yeah. great. I agree. Yeah. Um w- were there any songs on here that you just did not mess with at all? Just well,
1: yeah. Um I'm getting Tired of this, like, using space as a pun for I need space <laughs> from, from my boyfriend. I wrote
0: this down too because <laughs> it was another Casey Musgraves parallel. Yeah, <laughs> like, god damn it. <laughs> the difference is, I thought like space cowboy is a good pun because, like, space cowboy versus you know like it's it's kind of more complicated than just space um I figured <laughs> yeah, sure. I figured NASA would be your favorite song though because you know you're a big space guy um yeah. it, she well, really was... delves into the the space race of the the 80s and the cosmonauts yeah. and all it's it's very interesting so
1: scientifically very accurate too <laughs> like when she says it's like I'm the universe and you'll be in <laughs> I'm like oh that makes sense
0: that's great. I actually I actually do really like that song, though, but I agree it's with you It's actually, complaint.
1: like, a pretty... It's very well-produced, and, like, <laughs> I do like the style of it, but, like, as soon as I heard the... Um, <laughs> like, I actually do like this song. It's pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's just hard. I, it, like, I, this is just a personal bias. It's just, like, hearing that fucking, like... <laughs> hearing just all these space puns, Is like to me, it just is so cringy because
0: it's too obvious. (laughs) Yes, yes. No, you're you're right. You're right. Um, I'm so glad. Like she's
1: got this. I just want to read lyrics.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh. When in doubt, just read. (laughs) Because she's.
1: This is that's our that's our bread and butter. Absolutely. Podcast. That's
0: our brand at this point. Yeah.
1: She's got this like. Oh, besides the I'm the universal, you're NASA. She's got this like. Usually I would orbit around you, but gravity seems to be the only thing that's pulling me. Did she say that? well, gravity is like how you orbit around something, but you'll be my rise and shine soon as them stars align. Hmm. (laughs) Like, what? <laughs> okay anyway so I'm, I'm yeah that's like not like a serious
0: sure oh uh, obviously pick, yeah.
1: but it was it was just something to me like as soon as I heard it I was like god damn <laughs>
0: yeah and you know to that um I had a similar again I like NASA it's I I really like that song actually um and I really like the song makeup as I alluded to earlier but a similar thing happens here where I think I'm just done with the like, makeup versus makeup l- linguistic trick. That's yeah. Being po- like, yeah. Right. That's not anything new either. So, I don't know. Uh, there, the point is, there's better puns out there. And if there's there's anything she needs to work on or her songwriter needs to work on, it's it's the pun pun game.
1: Um, yeah, for sure. She she used to get with some hip hop writers, yeah, and like and and talk about it. go 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 talk to Pusha T, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the king of puns, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, these are popsicle stick jokes. He'll get that. He'll get that. I need space space shit out of you really quick. She's
0: <laughs> she, anyway. gonna start rapping to about. Fair,
1: <laughs> to be fair, though, she did get recognition on Twitter from like from NASA and Buzz Aldrin for this song. So
0: wait, did she really you got?
1: Yeah, they, she did. Like NASA, NASA tweeted out something like, uh, oh, they tweeted out. It felt like a little shady at first because it was like, <laughs> <laughs> like it definitely what? wasn't supposed to be, but it felt like uh, it felt like it was a little bit because they were like, We logged on to see that NASA was trending only to see that Ariana has written a song about us. And then they quoted the lyric with a heart emoji. And I was like, that seems kind of like, oh, yeah, we're we're, we're trending. (laughs) Oh, fuck, it's Ariana Grande. (laughs) I was going
0: to say, I thought maybe for a second they're like, Oh, sweet. The Millennials are into space again. Awesome. This is so cool. They're interested in something, you know, and then they're just it's Ariana Grande.
1: Yeah. (laughs) God damn
0: it. (laughs) Here's my question with that. Um, Now that people are taking it, celebrities are taking to Twitter with this song. Mm -hmm. What did Neil deGrasse Tyson have to say about the accuracy of this song? Like, did he pick it apart like it's the Martian or something?
1: (laughs) Yeah, good call. (laughs) We need to to get him on the pod.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, let's just do that. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Let me get get a hold of him real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, You get him in your apartment. (laughs)
0: Because, yeah, he'll just kind of take any movie that's like, you know the whole point of it is has nothing like the science matters nothing in the film like even if it's a if it's like a fantasy film he'll just go in and be yeah like,
1: if it's like star wars <laughs> or something i'm just like hmm. yeah it's
0: like you can't do that i'm like yeah but Something's you also can not
1: right here
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah we get it neil you're smart yeah um, <laughs> um
1: god that's great <laughs> yeah anyway that was you know I, I you probably saw that one coming but oh, I, that's good. I, I, I knew we had to about talk it. about yeah
0: but were there were there any like um you know other than that if that's your biggest complaint you've got then like this is a, a great record
1: um no that wasn't that wasn't the great the biggest complaint that was just something i had to get out of the way real oh, quick oh
0: you had to i mean <laughs> you know when it, as soon as i gave you that opportunity to like hey was there something you didn't like and you're like all right here we go
1: <laughs> knuckles
0: crack <laughs> <laughs> no you're you're right though you're right uh, yeah
1: so the what i think probably the biggest track that i have a problem with is the last track break up with your girlfriend i'm One, it's like, I don't, I don't love the track itself. I think it's a pretty boring track. I agree with that. There's, there's nothing really there that, there's nothing there that's outstanding in production. Even the chorus is like pretty annoying. I'm not, I I, I don't really like it at all. It's, it's, yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. It's kind of irritating. And then just the whole subject matter is just kind of fucking pointless. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it like I, I I'm not I, I'm not a huge fan. It feels unnecessary and one like maybe the biggest complaint about it I, I have is the fucking placement of it in the album because it just completely obliterates all of that feeling that I was left with yeah. after Thank You Next. Which would have been a perfect closer track. It's somber. It's uh, it's down tempo. It's like her biggest song, maybe mm-hmm. on the on the uh, album. It's either that or Seven Rings, but I'm pretty sure it's the, that one. Yeah, it would have been. You know, it, it was. It, it felt like a natural resolution to the album. And instead of you know, I'm all about unexpected twists in music. But instead of giving me something that was like, "Oh shit, we're not done," it was like, "Oh shit, we're, we're not done. <laughs> she's she's got to go and put this fake trap song out." Yeah. <laughs> you know, I it, it, I'm, I'm not a fan of of this song really by any means. It doesn't it doesn't really give me anything to work with.
0: Yeah, I uh, I agree with you on a couple things with that. One, just I think it is maybe. I don't know if you said this, but I'll say it. I think it's just the blandest song musically on the record, which in a way makes it not the blandest song. If it's more bland than the rest of them, then it's kind of like, it has a, -hmm. I don't know. I don't don't know. But um, but yeah, it's it's boring. Um, And the only thing I could think of with the placement, uh, which I agree was kind of weird, um, unless the point is that like, after, you know, sh- you get to thank you next and it's her kind of like putting everything together and just realizing her, uh, the lessons she's learned and, you know, kind of revisiting all of her past relationships and deciding to move on. And, you know, the it, but then it, it, like that sounds nice, but then she can just fall back into her bad habits right after that, too. So, like, maybe that's where she was going with that. Um But, uh. but I'm not sure. That seems a little... A little, um, reading into it a little bit too much, but.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, that's a, that's a forgiving idea about yeah. it, but like that, having that idea about it would make me forgive the placement of it, but not really honestly by that much. Like I would have rather, if she was going to do that, I would have rather had like bloodline after that. Right. Or, you know, I don't know, seven rings or something like that after, um, but I don't know, because the, the biggest problem I, mean, I have with it is basically just it's not a great song. Right. I don't think that right. it really fits within the album at all. It's kind of annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah, and um, I'm glad you brought that song up um, because this album suffers from what I refer to as the gorillas Syndrome and you might know where i'm going with this. Oh,
1: uh, yep, all right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> where like most of my least favorite songs are just toward the end of the record. Like, yeah, aside from Thank You Next, um i did not like the last song. I in my head i thought it was kind of boring and th- there's another lyric problem there that i'll probably read into a little bit. Um yes. 7 Rings i think is my least favorite song on the record. Um
1: Yeah, i'm not a huge i'm not a huge fan of 7 Rings either.
0: I hate the uh i <laughs> For whatever reason, I've never liked the melody to my favorite things. I've never liked that melody for why well, I couldn't even tell you why. Like I know it's classic mm. and Sound of Music is great and all of that. Yeah. But that song, it that I don't know something. something okay, like I'll it.
1: tell you. I'll tell you this. Yes. Yeah. To that point, I think the melody to my favorite things is great. Okay. But what I hate is yeah. these fucking <laughs> like rip off melodies of my favorite things yeah you know that aren't john coltrane I like <laughs> oh,
0: right okay i yeah i'll take back uh, the john coltrane is great but yeah, yeah. I, I totally forgot about but, that.
1: <laughs> but you know what i mean like people just like just jacking that and throwing it into a song like this it just doesn't it it feels well one it feels yeah, I don't nah, I don't want to say it feels uncreative because that's you know like yeah. s- that's that's as close to sampling as as you can get. <laughs> right. But right. it 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 just like especially in the context with this one, it feels so obvious, and it's yeah. just It and and it's just you know,
0: it is a little long. I long don't notes. know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it it just feels way too like oh of course here we go. Also, it's a very long melody. A, ver- so a
0: very what? Sorry. You have to. Long, that? Me- you said long melody.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it, like the 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 whole thing lasts for a long time. Right. It's so like it's four not bars. like yeah. Yeah. So you're listening to that like every single time. So you're it, like it. It's I don't know. It takes you out of it a little bit. Yeah. Um. And anyway, I, that yeah. That I, I I agree with you for different reasons, but I I do agree with you. I don't really like hearing the my favorite things on like. When you know other artists use it,
0: it's it's another thing that uh it, I just feel like it's been done before too. Um, For sure, my yeah. my other thing with uh, Seven Rings, uh, and this kind of falls back into uh, not my general complaint, but just kind of a general takeaway that I I don't know if she has like the strongest individual unique voice um, on this track. I hear a lot of like trying to be Cardi B in this track. Um, mm-hmm. Especially like that wrapped verse at the end, um, and just kind of the subject matter is very Cardi B. Um, I don't, I don't know. That's just kind of what I got out of it. Um,
1: but it, al- that's been yeah. a complaint about it. I know too. You're not alone on. Oh that. really?
0: Oh, Okay. Well, I feel. Yeah, people, I feel validated then.
1: Yeah. Okay. People, people definitely have been throw. Well, <sighs> shoot, I can't remember who it was, but another, it was another rapper who said she was she. What well, tweeted something about how her verse sounded vaguely? I can't remember who it was, but it sound she was basically saying that her verse sounded vaguely familiar. She's like, hmm, I wonder where I heard this before, and it's this rapper's from this rapper's song. It's somebody that's not super well known. I can't remember who it was. Okay. So there's like speculation now, like, oh, maybe she jacked this from another rapper, and then people are like, oh yeah, this is vaguely you know Cardi B ish, and you know so. That I, I I your your point is definitely not alone there. Okay. And I get that too. So, and that's that's something that that you see especially on this track, but vaguely throughout the album too, is a little bit of like borrowing some like uh, like obvious tropes from other artists, like just like oh I'll, I'll take some of that and put it in here. Well I'll take some of that and put it in here. Right. But it's it's done in a way that's not like. It's not, like, inspired. It's just basically borrowing it.
0: Right, right. It, yeah. Like, it It seemed like, um, like a little trend chasing a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And I'll just say about in my head, because that's kind of another one of my least favorite. And then I'll kind of get to, like, you know, some of my favorites. Positives. Stuff yeah. Um, but I, I had to read off a lyric, too, because, you know, this is our podcast, and this is what we do on the podcast. Um, she says... Uh, your Gucci tennis shoes running from your issues, cardio good for the heart, I figure we can work it out um so it's it's like an extended metaphor there, but um yeah it, it didn't didn't work for me um yeah, so but you know this is where I'll flip things a little bit it, where it does have the gorilla syndrome of just the ending songs aren't all that great to me, except for thank you next, which is a fantastic song. <clears throat> Yeah. For the first like five to seven songs, like I'm I'm in on this record. Like this is pretty good pop from track one to like track seven or so, seven or eight.
1: Yeah, seven is about where it starts to decline for me. Okay, um, makeup I think is pretty good, mm-hmm. but it's like <laughs> I, I, it's you start seeing a little bit more. Like it, you, it feels like you can almost start seeing her get exhausted. Okay. Um, like halfway through the album, you know what I mean? Yeah. And because that's that's when the quality starts to decline. And makeup, I think, for me is, I think it's it's a decent track. I'm I don't think it's bad, but there's just, I mean, there's the the double meanings that aren't really double meanings. They're super obvious. Right. That are you know irritating already. But there's also just, like, the production-wise and, um, yeah, stylistically, it's not it's something that, like, has as much shine and power as the other beginning half of this album. But, yeah, I, I would say the first half of this album is super strong.
0: Very strong. Yeah. And, like, the opener is great. The, um, yeah. Imagine. Like, that's a fantastic, like, quasi-ballad, you know? That, that's great. Um, needy, also very good. Even if the, even if the, uh, the subject matter kind of reminded me of like something Drake would say back in the day, (laughs) when she says, uh, tell me how good it feels to be needed. I immediately went to like, tell me, have you (laughs) heard that? (laughs) (laughs) Right. I'm like, that's a Marvin's room throwaway. Um, (laughs) but that's also a very good song. And another song that has kind of this droopy low key production, this kind of moody, atmosphere that Mm -hmm. i think suits her well um so it's songs like that uh that's and fake smile i think is the best example of of that aesthetic that she chases on some of these songs here
1: i will say i was not really sold on fake smile at first but Mm -hmm. um over like the past few listens i think that it started to grow on me quite a bit because i think i was just immediately turned off by like the i don't know again like obviousness is kind of a a problem for me on mm-hmm. this album already but mm-hmm. the obviousness of you know yeah. putting on a fake smile to her fans and her family or her relation her boyfriend or you know like that that lyrical idea of like just like that tr- smiling through the, yeah smiling through the pain yeah kind of
0: thing. Th- this song hooked me immediately um because uh the sample the wendy renee's uh, uh her um after laughter comes tears sample which a lot of people would recognize from 36 chambers uh for Mutang, like i love that sample every time it's used even if it's overused again kind of like the my favorite things thing is a little overused um but
1: i, I i've still, never yeah. heard a
0: sample uh, or a use of that sample that i didn't like so that was i thought well done
1: yeah, it's a it's a more solid bet than the my favorite things sample for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, right, right. And and it's just I I kind of like um having a song one song on here that has like a um a vocal sample layered into it because it's one of the only moments that you hear vocals on this record that aren't Ariana Grande's. As far as yeah, I remember, true. there aren't features on this record even though she's had I feel like she's had plenty of features in the past on some hit songs, um, but this mm-hmm. is all her, you know? So it was kind of nice to hear some uh, some additional vocals, even if it was uh, just sampled. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point.
0: Do you have any... Uh, we're at like 49 minutes. Um, did you have any oh, nice. other overall thoughts you wanted to get to um, before uh, final thoughts?
1: Um, hmm... Um, I really, like, with songs like Imagine, um, I really was impressed by, and, like, Thank You Next as well, I really was impressed by how she tackled, like, the crazy amount of, like, the high-profile nature of what her personal life is, especially her relationships, Mm -hmm. and... Um, people expecting her to give a reaction on this album to Mac Miller's death and her, you know, breakup with Pete Davidson and everything like that. I'm really, like, impressed by how how she carries herself and how she, like, how she answers that on this album in, like, such a confident and, like... Um, but like a confident but satisfying way, if that makes sense, to like like give people basically this idea of like I'm really upset about all this stuff. This is how I feel, but you don't you don't get too much. Like this is I'm still like she's a very high profile celebrity. She's a pop artist. She's gonna give you what you get, and you have to be satisfied with that. And I like she did a great job with that on on this record lyrically. Um, so I want to like throw kudos to that because I, I am impressed by that.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I I'm not. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think we gave her enough kudos on this podcast to this point about just her her honesty and her vulnerability on this record. Um, I kind of mentioned up at the top of the podcast about what's been happening uh, to, within her life lately, um, but I think she does a good job of tackling some of these things um, and going into enough depth that it feels you know genuine and kind of you know heartful uh ghosting i think is a great example of that which you know it's not explicitly about Uh you know she doesn't mention mac miller and pete davidson but it 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 feels like that's what the song is about um just of, like you know her the way i'm interpreting it her talking to pete about you know uh, you're doing a really good job of of being my boyfriend even though i'm still you know, kind of getting over this, this Mac Miller thing. Um, so I, I, I don't know, it, it, a lot of these songs I thought were pretty heartfelt. Um, and I think she deserves a lot of credit for that. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely was um, very impressed by that aspect of it. Like there's a there's, it's pretty clear what she's trying to say, but she does it in a subtle enough way that it's engaging. it's satisfying and it's like and it's also like emotionally touching you know so it like she that it's it's gotta be just insane being at that level of high profileness and having that expectation you know for your album i mean I, i can't imagine it and i think that from like that perspective like hearing what i i heard on this it was like she really nailed that aspect of this album and that's what i really loved about this album um the you know the other stuff we mentioned was the biggest you know the biggest complaints but like with that in mind like with the the, that kind of lyricism and honesty like what she did with that i mean fuck she pretty much nailed
0: it yeah and that's why i ultimately like this record is you know i have uh-huh. my my complaints musically but i don't have a ton of complaints as far as like her approach um so
1: yeah i just don't want to get too caught up in it because it's like there are like we said i mean if i'm laughing about certain <laughs> moments on the record like yeah. i like i was the, there's definitely something musically there that's like i gotta like keep in my head you right
0: know? right like so. u- ultimately i have to you know, enjoy the music that's accompanying any sort of message, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, for being a 25 year old, um, she's gone through a lot recently and that we haven't even mentioned the, uh, the suicide bombing in Manchester at her concert. Yeah. I mean, she's been through some (laughs) of, I mean, there's a lot, you know? Um, yeah. I will say one, one kind of overall, this doesn't really fit into final thoughts. So I kind of wanted to mention it here. Um, but given that I, I think her choruses are very good on this record, uh, for the most part, um, and I generally prefer a lot of the shorter tracks on this record. Um, not that she would ever need to experiment or anything, because she's you know is as successful as she is. I would love to see her experiment, um, just as a personal preference, in, in a similar way to Tierra Wax. Uh, Whack World album last year, um, which if you're if you're not familiar with that, it's a fifteen minute album. There's fifteen songs. Each song is one minute exactly, and it's just one like pop banger after another. And so I think someone like Ariana yeah. Grande could totally pull that off. She she has, I I think it some of these songs that stretch into like four plus minutes. I, I get lost a little bit, um, but she has a. Ton that's a of, good.
1: That's a that's a really good uh, comparison just, to make.
0: There, it was just kind of like me, you know, taking the strengths of this album and thinking like, how would I personally like to see these strengths utilized? And again, yeah. it would be really weird if Ariana Grande came out with a record and every song is one minute on the dot. Like that would be very odd. But if she did yeah. do that, I think it could be like, artistically, or whatever, the best record of her career, and maybe one of the best pop records of the year, you know?
1: I think I think her fans would be like, what the fuck, what the <laughs> right. am I it, gonna it, dance for one minute to this song? Exactly,
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, and so, you know, while Wack World wasn't, like, my favorite record last year, that was one of my favorite experiments last year. Um, so, that was just kind of, like, a random thought that popped in my mind, like, oh, whatever, yeah, I, you know?
1: I like that, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, we're at I guess we're at 56 minutes. Uh, did you want to go into final thoughts? Is there anything else you wanted to wanted to share before?
1: Let's do it. Let's go. Let's final final thoughts this up.
0: Final thoughts. Okay. Um, uh, who wants to go first? I guess I'll go first because you led us today.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. So
0: kind of, you know, kind of what I, it, I had just kind of finished mentioning that, you know, Ariana Grande doesn't really, need to experiment or she doesn't need any criticism uh she doesn't need my recommendation certainly um she's one of the biggest stars in the world musically right now um my recommendation of this album or lack of recommendation would not move the needle whatsoever in terms of her popularity um that said uh she's earned my recommendation regardless Um, I didn't expect anything groundbreaking, uh, in this album met my expectations, uh, in that way. Um, but for what it is, I think Thank You, Next is a, it's a pretty solid listen, you know, front to back. Um, it's one well-executed pop song after another. Um, a few songs are fairly bland, um, and the ending is mostly miss- for me not not many hits at the end mostly misses um but but there are plenty of highlights um uh the title track obviously uh nasa fake smile makeup those are the ones that get my seal of approval uh not that she needs to change up her style at all um because i think she kind of this is in a way a change up of style for her um it's just that this new route also kind of feels generic at points to me. Um, but I would like to see her do something a little more ambitious with her next project. Um, take someone like Beyonce, who, you know, Lemonade is an exceptionally usually a good
1: role model to
0: follow. Right? Yeah. Just hey, just do Beyonce. I mean... Yeah. No. And I'm not saying like, oh, she needs to make. Music that sounds like Beyonce. Hey, why
1: can't you be Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, yeah. f- pretty tough criticism there.
0: Just like yeah, yeah you're great, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, what when Beyonce's music started to feel stale, kind of uh, just musically she she went the kind of cinematic route with Lemonade. She she went really ambitious, um, and it paid off for her. And I think Ariana Grande could do something. A little more ambitious with her next project and i'd be maybe in love with that record uh i do like this record though i'm glad i decided to give this one a fair shake um ultimately i'm at a six out of ten with the caveat that i gave casey musgraves record a six out of ten and it's an eight for me now so we'll see i don't know but a six for now for thank you next
1: nice yeah. okay so um Agree with you on on this on that point. Um, like I said before, I the biggest takeaway I have from this album is the amount of potential. I mean, I don't... I, I've said this before on the podcast. I'm trying to figure out a better way to say it because I kind of realize it sounds kind of fucking patronizing, <laughs> the way I say this. But it's like, I see a lot of potential in this album. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Which... It does, I, I, yeah, that sounds pretty like, oh, like I see, you know, I, you got potential, but yeah, like, you know, backhanded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. So, I, you know, I, I think you get what I'm saying with that. What I'm, what I'm saying is, like, I do see a clear vision for Ari- Ariana Grande, um, who she, what, like, what she wanted to present on this album, stylistically and personally, um, and from what I saw in that, I was really impressed by um, the amount of personal details that she dives into and the way that she talks about it, the somber production that was re- minimal somber production that I'm really, really impressed by, and I think might be some of the best like instrumentally instrumental pop moments this year. I mean, we'll see what happens, but... Mm-hmm. Um, the uh but the only thing is like that it it remains at potential it doesn't feel fully realized i feel like something's gonna happen in the future where we're seeing like okay ariana grande has become i mean she's 25 years old like she's gonna be around for a really long time and i've got a feeling that like in the next few years like she's gonna drop something that's very spectacular and might you know might be a modern pop classic i don't know we'll see um She definitely has, from what I saw on this, she's definitely got, she's got something um, and she's got the confidence to pull it off too. But that being said, there's like a lot of, with realizing who you want to be as an artist, there's also a lot of backtracking and flaws involved in that. And I see that quite a bit on this album and it kind of goes, it goes downhill pretty quick, yeah pretty steeply not quickly but very steeply
0: okay
1: to the point where i'm like oh no we've entered into the danger zone here <laughs> and there's no going back <laughs> on the second half of the record um so that being said it's an album that i definitely would you know i would i would recommend because it's interesting enough and it's something that i think that people definitely will get something out of because she did such a good job of of placing an emotional core in this record and making the production interesting enough. And I like the whole non-features thing. It's, it makes it that much more personal too. I agree with that. Um, but it's not something I would personally recommend if somebody was like, Hey, what's a great album that I should listen to this year. So, um, I'm fencing at a six right now. I'll give it a six, but, if you asked me like two days ago, I would have given it a five, just for context.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: So, but uh, I'll I'll, I'll, uh, I'll set it a six right now.
0: I think if you asked me two days ago, I would have given it a seven. So,
1: I don't know. Nice. Okay, yeah. so we've been coming at this from the opposite directions. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, you know, it, it's, we're kind of on, it, a six is a positive rating for me, um, but it does seem on the Same low here. end, um, because th- just how well received this record is. Um, this is, maybe this is our, maybe this is our, uh, Anthony Fantano, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy six out of 10 thing where like years down the line, it'll be like, well, yeah, but they gave yeah. thank you next a six, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that'd be pretty good.
1: People um, just like comparing our rankings forever too, to to <laughs> how we rank <laughs> thank you next. <laughs> oh,
0: so you gave that a seven, but you gave thank you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, ultimately, good record. Uh, we both 6 out of 10. That averages to a 6 out of 10. Um, nice you don't, math. you don't need a math degree to figure that out, but I do have one, so I may as well, well use it.
1: Uh, that's that's the only reason why i was letting you say the average
0: oh i see and it's also like the only use i've gotten out of my math degree so there you go so thank you for a,
1: uh, figuring out <laughs> averages between two scores on the scale of the 10. <laughs> right
0: that are the same score anyway like
1: yeah right yeah, yeah.
0: so uh yeah shout out to that um <laughs> uh, shout out to your math shout out, out to, to my math degree math. um yeah uh, so we're not sure what we want to do next time., uh, there haven't been a ton of high profile records uh, at this point. Um, but we're kind of thinking maybe uh, maybe a classic review, maybe a Ooh, m- maybe a maybe. state of music, uh, maybe a uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. maybe we'll a
1: maybe a new idea.
0: Maybe. yeah, maybe maybe something entirely brand new. Yeah, yeah,
1: We'll see. Maybe a new podcast
0: yeah maybe we'll just we're done with music and now we're doing um King, alex kingdom jones hearts. stuff yeah in kingdom hearts alex jones <laughs> slash kingdom hearts
1: stuff. alex jones right <laughs> <laughs> the, you know that that's the kind of content that people are looking for these days. i actually
0: i actually just searched it the uh the alex jones uh keyblade special already exists so there ah, yeah shit. we can't
1: all right he he beat us to yeah,
0: it we, we can't do it yep uh, so, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. As always, Patrick, thank you for joining me. Um, yes. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Th- uh, next, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. See ya. Yeah.